A, B, C. A always, B, B, C closing. Always be closing. Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, uh, our host today, DG Grooming Essentials, uh, has created a discount code for our military folks. Um, it is DG Military. If you type that in, you'll get a 10% discount. So if you head on over to their website, DG Way of Life, um, they'll get you hooked up for sure. And, you know, make sure your skin's looking right and so forth. So y'all enjoy the episode and uh, let us know. All right, man, we are here. We are here with another episode of Scare Money Don't Make Money. We are two guys who just like recruiting just a little bit too much to talk about it on a regular basis. And as always, we always try to bring somebody to the table that can help you just think outside the box. Today, we got my guy, Demetrius Turner, the co-founder and president of DG Grooming Essentials. How you What's doing? What's going on? Good, man. And yourself? All right, all right. And of course, we got Cam. Hey. Who, who is always getting on my nerves about something. <laughs> and because he was messing with me before I got here, I don't have my smart glasses. And it's his fault. It's really his smart glasses. I got smart glasses. So just it's like so little know, kid with them invisible glasses. You got these smart glasses. <laughs> oh, okay. So just so you know, Demetrius, like so throughout this time when we talking, I try to use big words, but the okay. problem, but the problem is I forget how to use it or forget how to say it halfway through. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and then okay. I always revert back to like a smaller word. Okay. All right. So you try to you try to pull the T I and then it but you, I do. Like I like, like I'm like I'm like a great value TI. Okay. Okay. Great value version. Maybe gun wise. If you catch him doing it though, make sure you call it out because it makes it that <laughs> Oh, much I definitely would. I definitely would. <laughs> Trust me. Oh man. So that that's what it is. I mean, so as always, we'll get rolling. Um, because I know time is precious for everybody and we definitely appreciate you, Demetrius, for speaking with us um, because you are a busy man, busy, busy man. And just to get it going, so tell us a little bit about DG Grooming Essentials. Yeah, so uh, DG Grooming Essentials, man, we started at me and my two business partners, uh, James McKay and Ryan Young. Uh, we established it um, in 2014. We actually didn't launch until 2016. Mm -hmm. DG Grooming Essentials is a luxury line, uh, luxury grooming and men's skincare line, of course for men, of all colors, of all skin types. Uh, we focus on facial hair, but we really take a lot of time to focus on the skin uh, because it's important, you know, that men understand the importance of really taking care of their skin. You know, it's really been taboo. Um, it's been looked at as only women do that. But those same men, will you will find them using their wife or girlfriend products, you know, at home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we hear, we hear about it all the time, man. We hear about it all the time. So uh, what we did was we created a, a luxury line of men's skincare products um, that cover every part of, of the man, man, that make a man feel good. Um, so, you know, that's where we are. Man. So, I mean, you're right. I mean... Like grooming for men is taboo. I mean, it took me a long time to like start using lotion. Like that's sad. Like, <laughs> like, like growing up, like I'm mean, like I'm light skinned but like in my mind, I didn't need lotion. So, but if yeah. I did need it, I just needed it on my knees and my elbows. Yeah, on your knees. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, hey, man, I mean, yeah, you a sad man. <laughs> hey, hey, just walking like around ashy. Yeah. Like I mean, but like so. But grooming essentials, like how did you and your best friends, like y'all just sitting around chopping it up? Cause it's the biggest thing is like just coming up with the idea and right. coming up with a product or a service. Like y'all just sitting around drinking, uh, eating some barbecue or something like, man, like we need to. Yo man, you got yeah. a nice, you know, you got a nice glow, man. What type of lotion? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that the aloe vera or like, or you like putting on like some cocoa butter? Be like, you know what? Yeah, it could be some better we, type we of lotion. We got to do this. It, it's funny, man, because it kind of evolved into where we are now. It started off like um, me and my business partners. We all had always 
um, had different type of businesses. Uh, prior to this, we had a promotional company in St. Louis that we that we ran. So we wanted to kind of create something that will that we could pass on to generation and generation. So it wasn't about us just kind of creating a quick hustle, a quick dollar, but it was something that we can actually build from the ground up and it can grow into something major. So we sat down and it was like, man, we need something um, that's a need that men need, you know, uh, and we're all into grooming, taking care of ourselves. So we came up with the idea, my business partner came up with the idea. He's like, let's create like a, a, like a cologne wipe for men that's on the go. You know, it's a freshening wipe. Uh, women have it, but, you know, let's create something for men that if they're leaving the office and they're going to happy hour or you leave the gym, you got to do something else. You have this little freshener wipe that you can take with you. You can slide in your pocket. We're like, okay, that's a great idea. So we started out on that journey looking to kind of create that. But in the process of looking to create that, it kind of uh, grew into something larger than that. So we was like, okay, well, instead of just having this one product, how about we create a whole line of men grooming products? you know, um, for, for the skin, for the beard, you know, for the body. Let's create this whole line of men grooming products and let it be a luxury line. So that's how it kind of turned into DG Grooming Essentials. Yeah, so you just had like the brainstorming process of like, just, all right, we're gonna look into this. And, cause honestly that, that is very unique because when you talk yeah. about the freshener white, like I'm like, shoot, like, I ain't gonna lie. Like every once in a while, be, like it gets hot in Florida. I'm like, right. you know what? I need to like hit the hot spots real quick or something. Exactly, so, exactly. And then, it, so what we did, man, uh, and none of us knew anything about, you know, uh, chemicals, you know, what, what products go on your skin, what products don't go on your skin, what's the best, moisturizer to use, what's the best exfoliator. We had no clue. Mm-hmm. Three dudes from St. Louis just had a good idea. So <laughs> instead of you know, you know, going to our kitchen kind of create something, what we did, man, we spent a couple of years of just research and development, you know, learning, teaching ourselves about the industry, teaching ourselves about products, teaching ourselves about ingredients that's uh, beneficial, um, that the skin would benefit off of, man. And from there, once we did our research and development for those two years, that's mm-hmm. when we officially launched our company. So it wasn't just like, yeah, let me think about this. I think we're going to create some products and bam, next week we got it. No, it took, it took time, man. That, that may, so you really had to like dive into the products and Absolutely. what works, what doesn't work. And I mean, that's, I would say a lot of people that we've talked to so far, it's like that, that self-teaching that you have to go through. Yeah. Uh, that that research and for all you all that's listen, like the research is very, very important. And I think Absolutely. a lot of people kind of miss that step or even the, the thought provoking of how can I learn what I need to learn by myself? Right. And then after you, so where did, where did you start from the learning process as far as like, cause I'm just thinking about it off the top of my head, like I'm gonna say baby oil, like <laughs> where, where did you start looking into like the baby oil or the moisturizer? Like, did you just go grab a, a box and be like, hmm. Yeah, her ethyl <laughs> Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, like, it's it's very inspirational that you did that because if I was on that team on the research development, people awesome. probably have chemical burns right now. If I was a part of, it. <laughs> he would be a, te- he would be a <laughs> test like, subject, not a <laughs> yeah. I could be a test subject. Like I probably would have been too much ammonia. I don't even know if ammonia going to moisturizer. No, like no, you you try you try to kill yourself. What are you? <laughs> so like how like where where did you and your team like? You and your um your partners like where did you all start as like that foundation to get the wheels turning? We actually uh we we partnered uh, with some chemists um to kind of you know talk about you know what are, what are the, like good products for the skin. So we talked to chemists, we talked to estheticians, mm-hmm. uh, people who work with skin, um, individual skin on a daily basis. What products work? What what ingredients work? Uh, we partnered with some companies that create products just for 
uh, men, you know. So we talked okay. to them. We went down and flew um, to different distributors and kind of talked to them um, about their whole process and ingredients that they included in products. Uh, we talked to barbers, you know, that's a that's another good place that yeah. we started. We talked to the barbers that, you know, actually cut men hair. What what are men looking for? What products yeah. would you like to see? So it's re- mm. it was really like grassroots, like getting down dirty, spending that time, man. And a lot of people, what happens when they start a business, not only do they miss that step, they don't have the patience for that step. Uh, they don't have the patience to really do the research. They don't have the patience to, to really take the time out, you know, and understand that you're not going to make money off, off the job. It's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're going to take a lot of L's before you get to where you need to be. You know, and even when you get to where you need to be, you're still going to take some L's. Yeah. But people really, you know, want that quick dollar and think that, hey, I got a good idea. I'm going to make some money next week. And that's it. But it's mm-hmm. not like that. Yeah. Stays the course. You hear that, Cam? Patience. Patience. Yeah. Bump him, man. If it was <laughs> patience, patience. We, 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 we dynamic. We the dynamic duo or the key and peel as a as our boy Landry used to call us. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. We're two sides of the coin. I'm super impatient, but I am willing to do the work. It's just I'm like I'm just, but I'm like I'm all going like no break. And then yeah, Roy, yeah. Roy's like too much break and like no go. <laughs> hey, hey. But it's the. But I think I think what I gather from what he just said is the the patience aspect, mm-hmm. but also the consistency, consistency as well. So I'm pretty sure you had to be very consistent and deliberate in everything that you did yep. and how you did it. So um, I always like to ask this question because, like, for recruiters and salesmen, like, did you have to like plan out like a lot of different things, like? your timelines uh so on this month we're gonna do this next quarter we're gonna do this and mm-hmm. in six months from now we're gonna do this did you have to develop some type of timeline or plan when you go yeah, through all yeah. of this I, yeah we definitely did man we sat down um and we will have uh we still do we have you know weekly meetings about you know our goals what do we, what do we want to achieve where do we want to be um this is the plan this is our five-year plan. This is our 10-year plan. This is where we want to be. And this is the steps that we need to take to get to that place. Now, of course, during that time, we had to pivot. We had to change some stuff. We had to regroup. We had to refocus. But um, it's about staying consistent and really creating a plan. Um, and I learned it from my, my wife, man. My wife is real big on having a plan, having a plan when it comes to everything. You know, so I, I took that and I, you know, applied it to my own business that you have to have a plan um and if you don't put it on paper it's just an idea but you have to put it on paper mm. and and what that does is it holds you accountable you know so you have constantly something that you're looking at that hey these are the goals that i, I set and these are the goals i gotta reach mm-hmm. hmm. so are you so when you were doing all this were you working like a normal day job were you managing like those other businesses that you were saying that you guys were involved in like um because i know like like damon john one of the one of the things i like that he said was he always talks about when he started out and he's like i didn't quit my job at red lobster to start my empire he's like i was mm-hmm. using that money from red lobster to exactly. start food. <laughs> like, exactly. so that's exactly yeah so so can you tell us about that yeah, no, I, 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 first of all, I wasn't no fool. Yeah. <laughs> I got an idea. I'm putting my business. No. And then, secondly, I, I'm married. I've been married for 18 years. Mm-hmm. Wife wasn't going for that. Like, no. oh, man. So, uh, no, man, We what we did was we used our money from our regular nine to five, and we mm-hmm. that's how we fund our business. Yeah. You know, um, because my, I, my thought and um, our thought process was that we don't want to be in debt. I, yeah. I wasn't trying to go in, let's mm-hmm. take out a loan. Let's take out a $100,000 loan to run this business. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of debt. I'm allergic to debt. So <laughs> we didn't want it, you know. And of course, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure there's going to be a time where we may have to go down that route. Yeah. But starting off, we did not want that overhead or yeah. that burden on us. So we was like, hey, we'll just use the money from our regular nine to five and we'll keep funding our business until we get to that place where yeah. we don't have to do that. 
or we don't have to work and we just focus on this completely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's understandable. That's understandable. That's, I mean, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say that's pretty much what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like that, that's that's essentially, yeah. Because I know, and for you, you have a very unique, like, product. Like, it's for men, by men, yeah. for men. So, for you, when it comes to like trying to cater to your, I mean, catering to your audience is pretty much easy because you're a man yourself so it's easy for you to like talk about the products so like how did you and your team like start coming together to to market your product and just cater to the people that you want to actually see it and purchase it right and that and that's that's a good question because that was always a challenge for us because we don't have a background in marketing um, yeah. And we know what we like, but it doesn't mean that everybody else knows they. Um, yeah. Everybody else like what we like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, we had to kind of sit down and decide how are we going to market to you know the broader audience mm-hmm. um, outside of our circle. You know how how do we get this out and really show men that this is what they need um, to use on a daily basis. Um, so what we did was. We focus on edu- the education piece of it. So I can okay. tell you all day I have a great product, but I need to tell you why you need this product. Mm-hmm. You know, I can have a I can have a lotion. It's a thousand lotions in the store. But I need mm-hmm. to educate you on why you need to moisturize your skin, why you need to moisturize your face, mm-hmm. why you need to uh-huh. exfoliate. Exfoliating removes all the dead skin cells. You know it. You know so you can have a youthful appearance. So our, our marketing was more so let me educate you on why you need this product instead of just me trying to sell you this product. Yeah. yeah. I need to. Yeah. I don't like it's, I need it's, to exfoliate. It's, 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 yeah, probably. What you say? I said yeah. sound like I need to exfoliate. Hey, hey man, you have to. Once or, once or twice a week, it'll get you right. Yeah. Once or twice a week. Oh, I I be I be exfoliating. I mean, I grew I grew up with a single mom, so my mom was very big on as I grew up. And she's like, like I had you know proactive and stuff like that. Like she was very yeah. big on making sure like I was taking care of myself. And then um, when I was once I moved out and joined the military, there was a time where like I wasn't using like face moisturizers and stuff like that. And I remember when I got with my wife, she asked me that one day. She's like, "Are you like putting?" face moisturizers on or nothing like that and i was like <laughs> no she's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the store and get you something to put on your face because it's one is you know, she's like it's good it's good for your skin and then also like you know it, it takes care of you like makes you look young keeps you looking young like you can't see under my hat i got a whole bunch of gray hair so people see me with like this and they're like okay you look young and then i put like my gray hair on they're like okay you got a baby face with your whole bunch of gray hair right right <laughs> like and, i'm, I'm moisturized right <laughs> what we noticed man um uh, another part of our, our marketing is we really target women because mm-hmm. women tell their- 75 percent of our sales come from women yep buying, it, buying it from their dudes exactly 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 because still men I mean, sometimes we're lazy and we don't feel like going to the store. We don't feel like doing this. Ooh. But the women that's connected to us will do that for us. So 75% of our sales I mean, come from women. So we target the women. It's like, hey, you need this for your guy. You need this for your dad. Or you need this for your uncle. You know, and these are the reasons why. Think about clothing. Nice. Clothing does the same thing. When they be like, yo, wouldn't you like your man to yep. look nice Absolutely. for this? And I know that because Adrian buys all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> So you, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of sad. After a while, we do stop buying stuff for ourselves. Like, it's yeah. just do you like, like this? I mean, do you like this? I don't know. Do you like it? So I got to walk around right. with you. <laughs> so how how did you did you did you initially switch gears um, to start catering and marketing to the women, or did you just notice after a while, like, hmm, hey, yeah, uh, we need to just okay. I know was it an mean. intentional thing or yeah? Yeah, was it like, yeah, intentional? Yeah, well, so initially, man, when we started, we were just throwing darts in a in the dark, man. We didn't yeah. we were just trying to see what worked. Okay, let's post this picture, let's see if it worked. Let's, you know, let's run this ad and let's see let's see if this works. So we were just trying multiple things. And then so we hired a uh, a marketing and brand ambassador 
um, a marketing company to kind of walk us through the whole process of how do you market? You know, what is your brand? How do you get your brand out, out there? Who's your target market? So we had to spend that money to do it the right way. You know, um, of course, some stuff was self-taught, self-learned. Yeah. Um, but we had to, you know, spend that money to invest in ourselves and our company so that we can really do it the right way and we know who we're targeting. Yeah. Uh, so that, that brings up another interesting point. I always spark the ideas on what comes to me. So you, you hired a, a marketing firm to help you market, right? right. So what knowledge and experience did you all have that helped you like that you didn't have to buy like because I, I really believe experiences and prior knowledge that we gain from birth until whatever age we are a lot of that stuff helps us so right. if you could pick out one or two things of knowledge and or experience that you think truly helps you in your path to launching your product um I say one thing, and I'll speak for my brother. He he's a tech savvy person, um, so he has been like instrumental in helping us move our business when it comes to the marketing, the creating the imaging, the website, and everything. So having that skill set has been like so important for us as a company. So I'm glad that, you know, he was on board and he helped start this company and he had that skill set. Um, secondly, I think that the fact that um, we're relatable, man, uh, just mm -hmm. being able to relate to other men um, that look like me or don't look like me and really just kind of share our experience when it comes to grooming. Um, you know, we're from St. Louis, so so we can we can talk our way in and out of any situation. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, show, show me stay right. Yeah. Show me stay <laughs> right. Show me stay. So I think that was, that that's been very uh, important for us, man. And just I've always in my life always had the desire to just want to own my home. You know, not work for mm. anybody the rest of my life. So that has always driven me to start different businesses, whether they succeeded or not. You know, I've always knew in my head, I'm going to work for myself 100%. So that that has driven me to, you know, keep pressing on, even with DG Gorman Essentials. I can dig it. I can <laughs> dig it. Yeah. I mean, because it, it's, I always say, like, people got to have, like, that that fire in their belly. You have and, to. And a lot of times, like, those motivating factors come from different things uh yeah whether like whether you want to work on your own or make a lot of money or just be independent what have you and i think a lot of times especially for people who are in those companies or those ruts like you have to you're not expected to have somebody that's gonna like just poke you like come on like just go right you you got to do it yourself so on those bad days where you just like you wake up in the morning, you just like, man, my Lord, am I, oh, yeah. am I gonna, am I gonna do it today? Right. What, what, what kept you going on those trying? I'm not gonna say bad days. I always say trying days because yeah. trying days, people try you. Cam tries <laughs> me on certain days. Uh, my wife tries me, my kids try me, <laughs> my boss may try me. Like, so how did you overcome those trying days when getting everything going? Man, uh, definitely a lot of prayer, bro. Um, that that kept me going because there, there have been times where you're like, well, maybe this ain't it, you know? Uh, maybe, you know, it was a good run. Maybe I just need to stop this and move on to something else. There's been times where, we ain't had no sales for a month. Like, okay, like, right, oh, what, wow. what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's just that that drive in you, like, okay, it's not, success is not going to happen overnight. You know, we have so many stories out there with people who tried for years and years until they actually hit. So it only takes one time, you know, yeah. one opportunity to present itself to kind of change the whole spectrum mm -hmm. of, you know, and your whole path, man. So I would say a lot of prayer and just that, that internal drive that's in me. Um, it's like, you know what? Yeah, it looks bad right now, but it ain't always be like this. 
Uh, I remember telling Cam that a couple of times. What's that? Yeah. Like when you like be all sad and like, oh man, like you oh, work out. I, I'm you. a I'm a roller coaster. I'd be like I'd be, but it, it's it's a good and bad thing because I I like I I go up and but then I come down just as fast. Yeah. yeah. So help, that's happens. that's how I do with my stuff. I talk. I talk. I call him. I yell at him. I'm like, all right, bet I feel better. And then we go. <laughs> and then I move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Me and me and my brothers and business brother, we do the same thing. We go off in each other, you know, we, we fight, we fuss. And you're like, all right, man, let's get back to it. You know, yeah, let's get back to it. We, we got a goal to set. We got a goal to get, so. Yeah. Hey, I heard it. I heard it. I mean, even so, kind of backtracking, I know you said you were catering to women. And I'm pretty sure you got with, like, some barbers and stylists um, who does men hair. Did you ever think, well, you probably did, or you do it, take it to like a beauty shop like um to where they're doing the weave and the braids and but it's a man product like mm-hmm. did you did you ever take it to like a beauty shop and like hey like why are you getting your hair done think about picking up some of this for your, um, for your men right did you do we, that we we didn't tap into the beauty shops but we uh have participated in uh multiple conventions uh where okay. you go Conventions like Premier Orlando. Um, it's a convention for hairstylists, barbers, um, anyone that's in the industry, um, estheticians, anyone that's in the industry. So you have the opportunity to uh, share your product with all of these different people that's in the industry, whether it's a beautician or esthetician or a barber or, or anyone that, you know, a manufacturer or distributor. You have your opportunity at that time to kind of share your product and to on this major platform so that that has been beneficial to us even if we didn't go to present at the show we mm-hmm. went down there to make those connections yeah and um i think that every time that we went down there we uh built a good relationship with other people uh, and it really kind of helped us move our business forward nice nice um how how have things been with the covid going on because like i assume like with the with the product that you have, like it's kind of like that hands on, like hey, smell this, Here, right? It is like how does it feel on your skin? How have you? Hold on, I was trying to use a big word. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I knew I knew it was coming. I saw your head drifting. I was like, and eh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, he, he was trying to find it, right? No, I was trying to like. I'm gonna just go ahead and go back to this. just say <laughs> how did you overcome. Forget y'all, man. I try to use the big word. Cool, I'm, gonna give me, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give me a dictionary one day. I start writing and talking. How did you? How, how are you guys overcoming that obstacle of this unfortunate, messed up pandemic? Oh, I, th- I think that what we had to do, man, we had to. We couldn't operate business as usual because our yeah. thing was um, we like to get in front of people, so we mm-hmm. traveled a lot. These conventions, these pop pop up shops. Um, at these barber competitions, you know, we traveled a lot, set up tables, and we were face-to-face with our customers. So now we couldn't do that. So we yeah. had to figure out a way, like, how do we pivot, the, you know, to really still get our our product out there, you know, and still market it without being in front of people. And it's yeah. so crazy, man, that our sales has increased during covid you know, yeah. Uh, playing right. around the computers and stuff. Yeah, people are at home. You have their attention now. You know, so before, you know, you have some people may jump on social media or may look at their email, but now some people are just stuck at home. I have your attention now, so now I need to target you even more because you're at home. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's important for every every business man when you hit those um, those spots where you don't know what's going on or it looks crazy that you have to learn how to pivot and kind of maybe change your business model or change mm-hmm. what you do um, to stay relevant. Uh, one thing that I always look back at example of a blockbuster, you know, when everybody was going to, you know, the red boxes and they were, uh, videos were evolving, yeah. blockbuster didn't. So yeah. instead of pivoting and changing, they went out of business, yep. you know, so, you know, 
Um, again, man, we, it's, it's been a blessing um, during this time, man. So I'm grateful. That, that, and man, I don't know. If I, <laughs> I, I did. I remember going Blockbuster Night Love, going to Blockbuster on the Friday. Yeah. I actually read the article on that, and it was very interesting that Netflix actually propositioned them mm-hmm. for the, to be purchased by Blockbuster, and yep. Blockbuster said no. They said no. Yep. They said we have enough loyal. They said we have enough loyal customers to to work just fine. But that's funny though because the book I was telling you about the Simon Sinek book the, that I was telling you the whole infinite uh, game thing. He actually breaks down how a lot of companies have done that. They've actually they've propositioned the other company to help both of them in the market. Yeah, uh, and uh, mm. and some and and the ones that have taken advantage of it have done well the others who have not taken advantage of it have they've almost demised all the time yeah and it's about partnership and that's one thing that um we have uh understood during this whole process it's all about building good relationships man yes um i help you you help me let's work together let's partner on some things and i think that's how you be successful um in whatever industry that you're in um you can't operate in this silo on this island by yourself. Yeah. You need yeah. help, you know, yeah. and sometimes your resources, uh, sometimes other people or other companies have the resources that you need and you may have resources that they need. So mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta come together and make it work together so you guys can both be successful. That That's, man, you know what? My boss actually told me that. He said, you gotta communicate, collaborate to connect. Yep. That's what you just said in that shit. Yes. Don't laugh at me, Cam. I almost forgot how to say collaborate. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> wasn't laughing. Laughing. I wasn't even I wasn't gonna leave it alone. C O Elaborate. Hey, that that's hey man, my daughter did that to me when she was like three years old. Oh, we was at the dollar store and she's like, I can read. I'm like, Yeah, hey, you can't read. Like, you gotta know how to spell to read. I right, spell cat. She's like, C. <laughs> right, you know what? I need it. I buy you a little, you little candy or whatnot. Yeah. Oh man. So what? Uh, so so one of the things we try to make a point of is, is asking our our guests is um what does scare money don't make money mean to you and how have you applied that to to your business model and and your journey thus far? Yes, because application is key. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> money don't make no money. I think uh, to me, it's all about that means it's all about taking those chances. Um, as a, as a business owner, you can't play it safe. You know, um, you can't play it safe all the time. There's going to be some times that you know some people going to call you crazy, like why are you doing that? You know, but sometimes you got to jump out there and be like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this leap. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do this. If it works, great. If it it doesn't, cool. I'll take this L and I'll learn from it. But I can't be afraid to step out and try different things or do different things. Um, and I think that that's that's what that means to me, man. Scared money don't make no money. That you know, you you gotta you gotta invest in some things. You gotta step out. You gotta try different things so that you can uh, get that payoff. What would you say was the scariest thing that that you've that you've done throughout your time in starting the business? Oh, uh, where you were like, man, like you were like you had to sit your wife down over a steak dinner or something like that, like, hey, babe, <laughs> thing I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, I, I would say, matter of fact, I, I would say recently, man, I sat down with the wife. I was like, you know what? Um, I think what I'm going to do, I need to step away from my corporate job and I need to focus on this 100 percent, you know. Um, so I know she looked at me like, are you crazy? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> but, is it going to pay for all this? But it was, it's such a, a, a burning and a passion in me, man, um, because I look at this. I'm like, OK, why am I spending 12 hours a day giving myself to a job? Yeah. and making them make money, but I, I'm only able to give my company mm-hmm. two hours a day. Yeah, It didn't make mm-hmm. sense to me. 
And I and I said to myself, I'm, I keep finding myself in this hamster wheel where, okay, you know, we start and we stop. We start and we stop. And we're not moving as fast as we want to move because we're not 100% focused on what we need to be focused on. So yeah. I said, I told her, I said, hey, I'm going to step away for like three months, you know, to really focus on, you know, this business and the other business that we have. And that's going to be my 100% focus. Yeah. You know, of course, it took many conversations uh, <laughs> uh, with the wife, you know, to get on board. But, you know, we prayed about it. We talked about it, man. And she, like I said, she just stood by me 100%, like, okay, let's go for it. You know, after the three months, we'll reevaluate and look at it and um, mm -hmm. we'll keep it moving. So where are you at in that three months right now? Um, it starts next week, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. It, it starts next week, man. man. Yeah, it starts yeah. next week. So I, I got mm. tunnel vision, man. I We got a lot on our plate right now. A lot of great things that are about to uh, come into existence, man, and it's about to happen. As a matter of fact, on Friday, we'll be featured, uh, my products will be featured in uh, British GQ magazine. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're international. We're being yeah, international as of Friday, go. man. So uh, there's this one thing uh, we have a, a, a you know a few companies, a lot of companies really that are coming on board now um, to wholesale our product. Whether we're selling our products to wholesale, to be carrying our product. So we got a lot of good things in the work, um, but I need to focus on 100. percent You know, just to make sure that um, we keep the same energy in there. We keep those wheels turning, man. For sure. There you yeah. go. I always yeah. miss the joy whenever I see that someone listen to the podcast internationally. I'm like, bro, we in India. Bro, we in India. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So if y'all listening over in like uh, the UK, yeah, like, man, go pick you up a British GQ magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Drop man. this Friday. Oh, this Friday. Oh, man. Check like, him out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's that? The uh, the the Duchess and was that Princess Markle? Is the Princess Meghan Markle that's over there? Yeah, not no more. No, but you died. Yeah, yeah. You, look, you trying to? <laughs> you trying man. That's cool. Man. <laughs> I, I try. I try. I try to dibble dabble. You know what I'm saying, like, you know what? <sighs> international I, man of mystery. <laughs> international man of mystery. I, I'm like the, I'm like the the ghetto version of Austin Powers. Oh God. <laughs> I can't mess with you. <laughs> the, I'm just saying, wow. man. I mean, because it, it, that, that's that's kind of cool because I think another big part of doing what you do and being in sales and recruiting is always a, I'm not going to say a rat race or a hustle or a grind, but it's always a laser type focus. It is. And, and a lot of times, like, you really got to have, like, a support like a support system you do and a family okay. they're like that that like okay i'm gonna let you do this and i think that's pretty good that's pretty cool to have that understanding of a timeline like yeah. okay from this time to this time i gotta do x y and z and if everything don't plan out pan out the way we want it we can reevaluate so right. i think i think that's very important for people to understand if you have a support system, a spouse, family, whatever, actually have that conversation with them so everybody has an understanding to move forward. Yeah, and, and it makes a difference, man. And, and then also um, allows them to hold you accountable. Um, ah. You know, to check in. Hey, how's it going? What you doing? Where you at? You meeting your goals? You mm -hmm. know, you know, what are we doing? You know, if you have somebody that's holding you accountable mm -hmm. to say, okay, this is what you said you want to do. This is, this is how you said you're going to do it. Then let's make it happen. Oh, you know, man. so I, I thank God for, you know, my wife, or, you know, the wives of my two brothers, man, that, that can really step up and, you know, hold each other accountable, hold us accountable. And, you know, as business partners, we hold each other accountable. You yeah. know, we look at deadline low. Like, yo, bro, we can't do that. You know, we have to hit this deadline. Yeah. You know, uh, because that's the goal that we set for ourselves. That, that makes sense because man, whoo, man, may the Lord have mercy on your soul if she came in the house and you just sitting up there like playing two K or something, playing two K. Oh hey, oh hey, Hey, what? What? Like, uh, what? What's somebody look at this? Nah, that, won't go well. that won't go over well, man. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I'm I'm excited about it. 
Adrian hit me with that yesterday. She was like, I was up here doing some work, and she's like, all right, bet. Like, what time's your podcast today? Because I know you, you like you usually do it on Tuesdays. And I was like, oh, we're going to do it tomorrow. And she's like, oh, so you're just going to switch it up on me now? And I was like, <laughs> it's all about when the guests can be on it. But but like you were saying, that accountability thing, though, is like now yeah. she knows. Like I told her, like, look, at least once a week, I will be on my podcast. And so now she then has turned and has that in her mind where she's like, are you doing your episode this week? Like, you need to do your episode this week. Yeah. You post your episode next week and you know so forth and so i'm like all right so no I and, and, and as men man sometimes you know we can let our ego get away like man you're getting on my nerves but we need that. <laughs> oh no we, we need oh, that yeah. accountability oh yeah. oh yeah we need that accountability man somebody to stay on our neck and mm-hmm. stay on our back like yo um this is what you, you said you're gonna do it so i need you to step up and make sure it's done yeah, she That's didn't wash weird. my shirt because of that. I told her I'd hang some. <laughs> I thought I was gonna hang some last night. I didn't hang it. So when I woke up today, she's like, "Oh, by the way, I didn't wash your shirt because you didn't hang my picture." <laughs> ooh, ooh, see, you gotta, you gotta. It's it's the little things to keep the one to keep the house. Yeah, happy. It's hung now. <laughs> uh, the house happy. Got to keep it happy. Got to keep it copacetic. Keep it simple. So, so what are some of the um? I would say, one or, what are some of the uh, really main lessons? Like, if you were to talk to somebody, it's like, so us, like, we're starting out, obviously, you know, different kind of business model and so forth. But, like, just advice for anybody who's really starting out their business, kind of some of the, I'd say, not almost say mistakes, but maybe the things you learn from, like, where mm-hmm. you're like, this, this probably isn't the best idea for most and so forth. Like, what are some of those things? Um, one, I would say consistency is key, man. You have to be consistent um, because a lot of times you can get discouraged, you know, in the process. Yeah. You might not get as many viewers you thought you should get or, yeah. you know, not get as many followers as you thought you should have, man. Um, and sometimes you can get discouraged and you can stop or you may have people on the outside, you know, giving you, feeding you negative energy and feeding you negative vibes and saying, why oh. y'all doing that? Stuff like that. But you have to remain consistent. Um, and your vision, and understand your vision is not everybody else's vision. So they're not gonna understand what, why you're doing what you're doing. They're not gonna understand, you know, why you're taking this path, but you know, it's your vision. So you just work the plan, um, be consistent, um, and just keep pushing. And, and I will also say that uh, build good relationships. Yeah, uh, mm. definitely build good relationships uh, with people, and that's how. That's another way you can get your name um, out there. Um, that's another way that you can get resources that you need by just establishing good relationships, good bit, good business practices, great customer service. You know, that's important. If you say you're gonna do something, do it. Um, mm. If you can't do it, you know, give me a heads up and say you can't do it. You know, having those open line of communication, man, uh, those are key. Man, real real quick, I think that's probably one of the biggest things that, and we're probably going to wrap it up after this. I would say one the relationship piece that I've that I've learned thus far, and that that customer service yeah. side of it. Like I, I mean, I'm not going to like shoot down any businesses or anything like that, but like I think. The people who have that good customer service, oh my goodness, like, yeah. whoo, man, yep. you you are set apart by miles. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And then some, because, and, and just to touch on the customer service aspect, how do you all maintain that, cu- that customer service satisfaction, if you will? Um, I said that we maintain that customer service satisfaction by just staying in contact with our customers, always touching in, sending them emails, sending them thank you cards, um, you know, sending them, you know, discount codes, anything like that. If they, if they leave a review, respond to the review. If they send an email, respond to the, the email within a timely manner. If you can't get their package out in a certain time or for something, hey, I'm going to remove the shipping for you. Those type, those type of things go a long way. You can be you can be a company that don't have the greatest product, but if you have the greatest customer service, it's mm-hmm. all, that, that brand loyalty will go a long way, man. Yeah, that's uh, stick with you. Yep. Yeah, that's how Apple built it. 
Apple yep. didn't have the best. They, they, like no. Apple, will tell you straight up, we didn't have the best product, but we had no, no. we had the best customer service, and we had the simplest product. So yep. simplest match yes. with customer service. That's how they. That's how they destroyed the market. Because even like some of the products that Microsoft came out with, they were like, well, "We have the better product," and Apple's like, "We ain't worried about you because we, we are. We just have the name already, like exactly. of, of having the like you said that customer service and that in that product." Blind loyal. Remember, I told you about Roy. It's called blind loyalty buying. Blind loyalty. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I get a new Apple iPhone all the time. Like, I mean, I one day I said I was going to like switch to like a Samsung or something like that, but I'm like, eh. <laughs> it, it, it works the way I need it to work. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't fail me. Um, the service is great. The no. things I need to do on it are great. Why do I need to change it? Exactly. <laughs> like. I mean, unless somebody come and sell me up, sell me otherwise, um, I'm I'm loyal to to the brand. Just like my kids are loyal to Chick Fil A. Like that's y'all do like some Chick Fil A. That's your yeah, thing. Yeah, I do too. Uh, but that that was a, that was like I was telling you though too is I was talking I was talking to my boss about that how you were saying the the building relationships thing because um, I've noticed in certain areas of recruiting and sales and so forth like it's hard for some people to get certain things done whereas it's easier for others to get things done and it all comes down to like well did you build that relationship though yeah but no that's their job like that's the that's the crappiest attitude you can have when it's yeah. recruiting and sales because. They're looking at you saying the exact same thing. <laughs> that part of your job. <laughs> and so y'all sit there button heads when in reality, uh, like you said, like with like the cutting the shipping off or something, it's the same thing. A 30 minute conversation with calling somebody and not asking them for something, just checking in on them goes, um, goes miles. Just, yo, bro, miles, what's good with you? Oh, uh, what you, and they'll ask you, what do you need? Uh, I ain't need none. Just call them, man. Just see what's up. Just call, check on you. And usually they're just like, but you can see that you can hear the taking backness and it's like, and obviously don't be phony about it. Like, you know, you should, you really should care about building that relationship. But I think as like recruiters and salespeople, we, we undervalue so much the skill of just building a relationship, which will then in turn help your sales and recruiting game. Yeah. We, we, we focus so much on just like, how good of a recruiter are you? How good at building a relationships are you? Cause you can be yeah. a boss. You can be a boss ass recruiter, but if you're crappy at building relationships, you you're not gonna reach your full potential because you still like you said, you yeah. need outside people to help you. Exactly. Um, perfect example, man. When we first started, our very first convention that we went to was uh, a convention in Las Vegas. Um, hey. New to the industry. <laughs> new to the industry it was this big major convention, totally out of our our scope. But we were like, all right, let's try it. This is our first time. Let's get our feet wet. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we, we were just going to spot the land, you know, build some relationships. And we met a um, a lady um, by the name of Renee. She's a CEO of a company called Uncle Funky's Daughter. It's a natural haircut <laughs> brand. Um, so we met her. That was probably probably like four four or five years ago. Um, we met her, and you know, we linked up at the convention. Um, her her team and our team. And just sat out and she fed us so much information mm-hmm. for free. Yeah. She was like, I want to see you guys win. She was like, it's not, it's not about <laughs> anything, uh, me making a property. I want to see you guys win. And from mm-hmm. that point on, we can call her right now and say, hey, Renee, um, you know, what about this? Or can we get some information on this? And she will feed us the information because it's mm-hmm. about we built that relationship. And she's yeah. a big CEO of a major company. Our, our brand is in all kinds of stores, but she still will pick up the phone and say, hey, guys, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, you need anything? And it's because we established that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, authenticity. Authenticity. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> that, that's, man, I like it. That was that was knowledge. That was just knowledge that <laughs> poured into my heart and soul because I was just like, I mean, putting it to words because like, I think a lot of times, like I did dealt, I did those type of things when I was a recruiter myself, but I just, I just did it because that's just who I was. Like, so right. um, just hearing like, that's what you have to do. I used to wonder why, like my boss used to always say, I'm like, oh, you got to do this. I'm like, okay. But I was doing it. I just right. didn't know I was doing it. So 
I like it. Uh, so we're going to wrap this up, though, because, um, man, I'm just, that's some knowledge that was just dropped on me. I mean, shoot, that's. <laughs> it's yeah, tank, I mean, tank is full for the day. Right. <laughs> it's tank is full. I mean, I, and, and I, I think, like, that that knowledge, I think the as we move on in life, the evolution and growth, I think that's very, that's key. Especially yeah. like when you're trying to build a business and build a brand, you have to be consistent, mm-hmm. persistent, patient, and continue to evolve. Or the word you use, pivot. Like right. you always got to pivot and like move. So um, everybody that's listening, those are the big takeaways from this: uh, mm-hmm. being consistent, persistent, patient, and pivoting. Yep. So, Absolutely. All the time. And research. And research. <laughs> research. 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 Because if Roy had your, to do Know your industry. Yeah. Know your industry. Because if I had to do a, a chemical line, uh, yeah, everybody has chemical <laughs> burns. Yeah, brother. You just said you want to put ammonia on, on the skin and stuff. Yeah, and I, I just forgot. That's lethal to, to us right. people. So I ain't think about that. See, that's why I'm not That's why I'm that's not in that niche. That's why I'm not in that niche. Uh, so, uh, what, what you want to give us take away, Cam? Um, I would just say, man, uh, definitely check us out at, um, our website is dgwayoflife.com. Um, you know, cause all about being a distinguished gentleman is a way of life. So dgwayoflife.com. Um, that's the same on our Instagram as well as our Facebook. You can check us out. Um, again, we have skincare products, uh, moisturizer. Uh, exfoliator, face wash, body body wash, um, beard conditioner, beard oil. So anything that you need um, as a man to take care of yourself, uh, we have it on our website. And I appreciate you guys for taking out the time to talk to us. I mean, uh, we appreciate yeah. you. We 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 the little fish in this. I'm excited about y'all, man. I'm excited about what you guys have, and you know, I wish you nothing but success. And uh, I'm definitely share the word. Cool. Appreciate you, bro. Um, other than that, I mean, we straight I, uh, some some valuable things, especially for people who are, are you know, for us building our brand and um, really trying to figure out the, you know, the ins and the outs of it. These last two episodes have really taught us a lot about that and what we can use. Um, so we appreciate you educating us based off your, you know, based off your journey. And um yeah, man. Wow. Same same thing with us. If you ever want to hop back on or you you know put your products out there, we're we're, we're down, bro. Just let us know. Absolutely. Than... I, I'm a, I'm gonna send you guys something, man. I'll get your, <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get your uh your address. It's for from, uh... it's for your head, Roy. So it's not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you can exfoliate the head. Man. I can exfoliate the head. You didn't know that. I did not know that. Hey, man. Because yeah. like, hey, I'm not gonna lie, man. Like when I because I, I check out the, the the product line, I'm like, man, he got all this stuff for people with beards. Not no. all of us can have a beard. No, man. man. You, you got you got face wash. You got moisturizer. You got we got a charcoal mask for your face. So. More, Majority of our products are for your skin, not your beard. Got yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, sure, I, I got you, man. I'm going to get y'all address and I'm going to send you guys. <laughs> all right. We will have the links to all um, the websites, Instagrams, and all that stuff. If y'all want to check them out, get some products, follow them, you know what I'm saying, watch their journey unfold. Um, other than that, that's a wrap from us. We appreciate you once again. And um, you know what I'm saying? Let us know how y'all think about each episode, what we what y'all want to hear, who y'all want to talk to, and uh we'll get them on. We All out. Right. We out. All right. Take it easy, man. All right, brother.